So as the owner and the investor of the apartment, you can enjoy a hands-free investment. Mm -hmm. Anything goes wrong, it's dealt with. There's a professional management company on board providing a full range of services from maintaining, right. upkeep, um, embedding the correct tenants, whether they're short-term or long-term tenants. Welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. We're here at the Ari Istanbul office with Cameron Degen. Cameron, welcome. Hello. Um, today, Cameron, we would like you to enlighten us with your wisdom. Mm. There is a, a, a term that's been floating about in the market for the past seven, eight years, I would say. It's called serviced apartments, right? It, it, it's, it's a bit of a loose concept. It, 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 can, it can mean anything that you want it to mean. Uh, especially for marketers, for uh, developers, anything can be a service department. Uh, but um, what is a service department for you and how people can benefit? Okay, thanks, Salatin. Um, in the generally accepted sense, a service department is an apartment which is furnished and fully managed and maintained um, in terms of rental collection, any issues, anything that may happen with the apartment. So as the owner and the investor of the apartment, you can enjoy a hands-free investment. Mm -hmm. Anything goes wrong, it's dealt with. There's a professional management company on board providing a full range of services from maintaining, right. upkeep, um, embedding the correct tenants, whether they're short-term or long-term tenants. So that's the concept of service departments. Mm -hmm. Can any asset, any apartment qualify as a service department or does it have to be a, a certain management features within the compound itself? And if so, what are those features? I think at the end of the day, any apartment, provided that it is managed by a third party, can qualify as a service department. However, when we say service departments, we generally mean those developments that offer some sort of services, such as certainly security, um, car parking facilities, generally covered parking facilities. Um, some sort of a um, like a recreational areas like like a gym sauna these types of things that people kind of th that are nice to have um, but over and above these the the facilities provided by the development itself the service department concept more so refers to the management facility mm. provided to the landlords. So you're talking about the reception service, the the, the housekeeping, and the technical staff that exactly. is on the side 24/7 exactly. to go exactly. in there and fix up whatever it needs to be fixed. Exactly. Up. Think think of yourself as the landlord. That is the investor who actually purchases this particular apartment, and you sign a contract 
with the management company that provides the service department concept, then in an ideal world, you should um, rest yourself assured that um, all the facets of management, including ad hoc issues that might arise, and they always arise, with your apartment would be handled mm -hmm. and properly managed by this management company. Right, right. Will these management companies, are they generally third-party companies or are we talking about an on-site management company or a management organization by the developer? Because in most often than not, a lot of development sort of um, promise that these services are going to happen. But yes. um, really and truly, when it comes to the delivery stage, uh, most often than not, some developers, if they're promising 20 services, only 10 of them would, would get delivered. Yes, yes. And um, in this sort of a situation, is it better that a developer provides these services or is it better that a developer commissions a third-party management company to come on board and maintain Pro provide, the, the, provide services. the services? In my experience, um, dedicated third-party management companies are more effective in providing these types of services. Developers generally um, want to build, sell, and walk away because their core business is building. Their core business is building and selling. Mm -hmm. So um, they generally do not tend to be all that keen on providing an effective and efficient management. Right. So in my experience, um, third-party specialist management companies uh, are a better way or providing the service. Right, right. But that is not to say that there are some reputable developers out there who, who are good at both ends, right? No, you're right. It doesn't mean that. But um, the most effective service department concepts that I have seen right. in Turkey are managed and the services provided by a third-party specialist company. Okay. Uh, a bit of a detailed question this is. When we say service departments, the first thing you said, furnished apartments. Yes. Uh, w when people are buying these apartments, these apartments generally do not come furnished, do they? Yes. They would have very minimal um, machinery, such as the white goods, oven yeah. stove, yeah. Um, that type of stuff. The rest would, you know, they need to buy the furniture. They need to provide, yes. When the, it comes the, the to landlord the needs to provide, yeah. Right. When it comes to the furnitures, and... and what sort of a furniture should the uh, landlord put in there because it's going to be rented out? Is it going to be a fancy one or a low quality one? What What is some of the, you know, deciding factors when it comes to a good furnished apartment that can return, that can yield good rental returns? I'd say, <coughs> I'd say quality is important. Um, not so much the fanciness of it. So I'd say quality, minimalist, mm -hmm. durable furniture is what's needed. And say you're talking about a development of 200, 300 apartments that will entirely be offered to market as service departments, um, generally speaking, you would expect to see a standard furniture pack mm -hmm. that, the, that the owners could select from. 
And this furniture pack generally is provided by the company providing the serviced apartments concept. Right. In other words, the management company. They usually come on board providing this furniture pack because um, they would have the experience in terms of what type of furniture would go down best with the tenants. Right. And in terms of durability, in terms of the curb appeal, Right. Um, of, the, of the furniture, the usability of it. So if you're buying a serviced apartment, you can expect to be presented with um, maybe a choice of one to three different furniture packs that come as standard, and then you would select, say, type one, type two, or type three. And there could be slight price differences between these types. Right. However, they would generally be minimalist style, and, um, and, and the type that would appeal to most potential tenants. Right. So I understand in order to, you know, in order for our clients and our audience to better understand or better orientate themselves as to how much would a typical furniture packet would package would cost, for a one-bedroom apartment which has... 50 square meters of a net living area, 80, 85 square meters of a gross area, a minimalist durable furnitures. How much would one expect to pay for these furnitures? Let's say we're talking about um, a living room set, right. um, a bedroom set, um, a TV, etc. Um, let's assume that the developer provides most of the white goods. So you're actually furnishing the apartment for what is not provided by the developer. And um, for a one bedroom apartment, the cost is likely to be around $4,000. Right, 4,000. Decent 5, quality, 3,000. Uh, yeah. Decent quality, nothing too fancy, or nothing that would appeal to only a certain taste. Uh, something that is acceptable to most um, right. tenants, right. most potential right. tenants. Let me ask you another question. Now, we will be exercising some of the functions of our straight talk right now. It is debunking uh, some of the urban myths or you know, okay. going beyond the marketing and talking about the straight talk. Now, when it comes to services within one specific development, these services, such as the, the gym, the pool, the concierge, the this, the that, press the button, that takes you to the moon and back and everything, generally tends to overinflate the price, yes. right? Because there's a cost involved in them. The, the cost of the apartment as the concrete, the iron, the land cost and everything is one thing. And then there, there are these types of costs that are put on top, which inflates the prices. Does this service department concept work all the time and when you look at the concepts, successful concepts that would work, what are those? And what are some of the, you know, all bells and whistles, but, you know, when it comes to the capital appreciation side, you don't see nothing in the, in the past, in, in the next two or three years. Yeah. The service department complex uh, or concept um, really and truly has to be a value add um, element within the overall marketing package of the real estate. Um, and it particularly applies to the type of real estate 
that is purchased as investment, right. more hands-free, rather than the, the, the type of real estate that you would buy as a home. Because if you're buying a home, you don't necessarily want a service department con concept because right. it's your home. Right. You're going to live in it. But if you're buying something with a view to extracting the maximum return on investment, whether it is value growth, that is capital appreciation, or you know, strong and stable rental income, then um, having in place a solid management company that indeed provides the service department concept is a massive value add. Yeah. Why? Because in the long run, five years, 10 years down the line, for the investor, that is the property owner, um, the value of your property will appreciate to the tune of how well the overall complex uh -huh. is maintained. Right. Not just how well your, own, your unit is upkept, no, or, or, or maintained, but the overall concept um, from the landscape to the common areas, to its reception, to its valet service if there is, to the car parks, um, everything that makes living uh, more pleasurable, everything that um, keeps the place new and tidy. Um, so th the better these places are serviced, the better the overall development is serviced, then the more value you can expect to extract or grow within your own unit within that complex. So in that regard, most often ignored, yet one of the most important factors for price growth is indeed the facilities management. Mm -hmm. So if we can somehow tie the facilities management of a complex to the same company that provides the serviced apartments concept, then in my experience, that will add the maximum value to the overall development and to your own unit within that development. Does right. that kind of does that kind of answer your question, or it it it, it, it kind of answers the first part of my question, which is when it makes sense. Let's talk about what our clients should be aware of, because not every package product out there is what. Is it, it is delivers actually? There's 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 so much marketing out there. There's so much bells and whistles, as you can call them, sitting ducks. Yes. That that, that are out there. Um, the prices generally overinflated because of these services and etc. What are can can you if you are to draw a line between service department complexes that works and the service department complexes that stay at just the marketing level? What would that line B okay I think I will answer your question in a slightly different way okay um, I, I, I wouldn't like to say that this works and this doesn't but what I would like to say is I'd like to look at the symptoms and oh, yeah. try and get back from the symptoms to the illness itself um, in my experience where you are confronted with a proposition that offers you guaranteed rental income of 8%, 10% per annum and tries to tie 
that guaranteed rental income to some sort of management being on board that will provide that rental income. In my experience, nine out of 10 times, that will be a failure. Right. Because again, like we covered in many, many of our straight talks before, guaranteed rental income is most often than not a cashback. In other words, you're paying for that income up front. Mm -hmm. And if that is the concept that is in place, unfortunately, you can expect that management company not to provide the best of services that they should be providing. They are kind of relying on the appeal that they have already put in place for the would-be buyers to come on board for that guaranteed rental income. Right. And the way they would provide for that guaranteed rental income, rather than sticking their neck out and saying, we will manage this place, we will do a very good job of it, and hence, we will attract tenants who will be willing to pay a premium because of how well the place is managed right. and maintained. Rather than doing that and having that mindset, their mindset is, well, we somehow managed to get the buyers to pay up front for the rent that they will receive in the forthcoming three years. So, you know what? We don't really have to manage the place that well after all because they have paid for it up front anyway. Mm. Now, from the buyer's perspective, most often this is a false economy mm. because not only the rent that they're receiving over the next three to four years, they are paying for most of it up front themselves, it's a cashback, but also the fact that the management company does not really intend to do a perfect management um, effort to put in that effort. They're relying on that upfront cashback. What happens over the next five years or so is the place isn't all that well managed. So what that does is that depresses your value growth. Right. So your capital appreciation um, isn't as high as it could be because of the lack of strategic management of the complex. So, in my experience again, a professional management company that comes on board with full intent to provide the level of management Because that's their business. That's how that they we their expect, reputation. which is their business and reputation. These types of companies generally do not offer guaranteed rental income right they would give you a projection as to what level the rental income is likely to be and if they're good at what they do their projections would be give or take with a small margin Correct. of error quite accurate but they're not going to give you guaranteed rental income got it so again like i always say if you hear the expression guaranteed rental income be very, very suspicious because that isn't the trait of solid management companies. They know better. Cameron Dagan, thank you very much. No worries. I think it was a clear cut on you know, brief, service departments. Brief, but hopefully informative. Right. Guys, thank you very much. And if you have any questions, you can comment them down below. I read those 
questions myself personally and then we can bring them onto this table and discuss and with this whatsapp number you can always reach us thank you very much for watching and see you, you in the next one